the Mad Queen is here. Also, some public nudity, stupid petitions, stupid baby names by idiot celebrities, and a loaded top five list today on Top Five for Fighting. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Well, it's top five for fighting again. Here we are. I'm Greg. And I'm Mike. And we're here to talk about stuff that is absolutely useless to you. We so got a hope lot of shit it. today, though. We do, yeah. and it's going to be There's, rough. Dare I say, too much going on right now. But there, it's all fun. There really is. There really is. Uh, lots of fun. Yeah, it's uh, between, you know, like we've been beating this horse for a while. We got NHL playoffs, the, the big Game of Thrones finales tonight. Um we got a sweet and exciting top list, top five list today that was tough to get through. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it right out there now. Spoilers: this top five list we're doing this week is the hardest that I've ever had to do. I could not could not narrow it down I, until like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I put more thought into this I think than any high school test I ever took. Well, that's this, for sure. This is important, the, legitimately. Um, you got some shout outs this week. I do have some shout-outs this week. You caught me completely unaware right there. It's all right. I came prepared. Fantastic. Somebody studied. Somebody studied this week. We um, have really been trying to up our social media game. We have our marketing angel here who, if you want to follow her on Twitter, is TFF5 underscore angel. I think I got that right. So if I don't, I'll make sure that I correct it. We'll see. We'll see. You can probably (laughs) – she might not give me the chance to correct it. Uh, we got a lot of people that are following us this week, and I want to give them a shout-out because I want to mention them. Uh, Atlantic TV, uh, Drinkopedia Podcast, the Two Bad Hombres Podcast, a podcast about something, Coach Kaufman, Dis Beer and Distress. That is my college roommate, Greg Kaufman, by the way. Yes, that's what that's what I thought. Yes, that is me and Greg go way back. Uh, the only podcast about movies, Franchise Tag, Sportscast, Blockbuster Mentality, too much scrolling. Brett the Barber. The Beefcake. Brett the Beefcake Barber. <laughs> the IMD Journey. IMDB Journey Podcast. Clint Kenzie. Detroit 300 CAT. Coffee Boy CGP. Ted Rock. Just dropping in. Oh, I, I think that's supposed to be just dropping in. Yeah. My apologies, guys. It makes sense. And, and that's. That's our new followers to some podcasts that we've been doing some stuff back and forth with. I've listened to most of them, and they're a fun listen. Don't listen to them before you listen to us, but, you know, listen to them because they're worth it. I feel insufficient. I've only got one. I was at, uh, getting a haircut last week, and Brett and the guys over at Scissor's Edge, which is a barbershop in Trinity um, right next to a Publix, these guys are awesome. Uh, Brett is the guy that cuts my hair and makes me look so good. And um, he was, could not believe that I had a podcast, and he – I, he had me put it in his phone. He can't wait to listen. So um, he even asked for some stuff to hang up in the barbershop for us. So, so as soon as we get some stuff made, we, we'll, we'll get to hang some stuff up in the barbershop. Which um, 
we'll be pretty soon that we're gonna have something to hang up, guys. We're yeah, uh, kind of stay tuned. We we as as we as we get in farther and farther into this, our heads get bigger and bigger because we're gonna be huge national celebrity stars one day uh, for sure. In our own mind. So at least. we are we are definitely <laughs> we definitely got a a, a a big reveal coming here in the next two weeks for sure. Yeah, I gave a a select few a little sneak peek and. I had nothing short of that's awesome, that's fantastic. So um, all signs point to this is going to be sweet. Yeah, it is. It is. Which is pretty cool. Um, so how was your week? My week wasn't bad. It was It was rough again. It was busy and hectic, but you know what? I'll take it. Typical life of an electrician, huh? Yeah, well, could be a hell of a lot worse. I could be, I could be welcoming people at Walmart. Shocking. Welcome to Walmart. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome right? to Walmart. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, I got a little – another – I know you we said shocking. That's funny. You just see, you do catch on eventually. <laughs> I just lay it there and wait for you to pick it up. Um, I know a couple weeks ago when we had Richard, we were talking about Florida headlines. Uh, well, it wasn't a headline, but it happened to me personally. I had a little unexpected overnight trip to St. Augustine, Florida, for work, so I had to make the drive across the straight across the state, and I was coming home on Wednesday and or no, I'm sorry, on Thursday. Coming down Highway 95, middle of the day, broad daylight, no traffic, just kind of cruising along. And I'm in a really big box truck, you know, like one of those big delivery truck type yes. things. So I'm up pretty high, so I can see in all the cars. Car kind of got up next to me, and I look over, and this lady tits out, breastfeeding at 80 miles an hour. I Was, was she driving? I, she was driving, alone in the car. And now, mind you, nobody is more pro titty in public than me okay boobs out all day in fact i think it's the key to world peace but hopefully someday that gets explored but that being said doing 80 miles an hour on the highway with nobody else in the car poor little things laid in the lap just hitting the milk on tap and my first thought is like oh my god like th this is florida to a t right there you know what it, it, how much more blatant disregard can you have for your child? I, again, I was floored. Like, I legitimately did, like, a Bugs Bunny double take. Could not believe what I saw. But, again, just to kind of pile on the Florida headline, like, <laughs> Florida is full of stupid freaking people. If it's that big of an emergency, just pull over 15 minutes. I, I, I don't get it. I I am literally speechless. I right? don't even know how to continue that conversation. It's I, funny because my first thought was, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell this story on the podcast because th this is just too good slash dumb to not share. Because, again, Florida. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, and you know what? Come to the Sunshine State. Uh, <laughs> so many stupid people. I so, yeah. I, um, if I hadn't seen it, I wouldn't have believed it. I I almost not believing it you telling me but you know it, 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 that but but I do because of where we live here's here's the best part um shared the story with the wife of course and she's loves kids babies all that stuff and the first the very first response I get from her when I tell her this story guess what she says did you look at her tits were, were they were they nice <laughs> that was her first response was <laughs> were they nice so um, yeah. That, that's my stupid Florida story of the week. They were great, honey, but there was something hanging from one of them. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there was a little tax write-off hanging off of one of that's them. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Which, unfortunately, that's probably exactly what that kid is to that woman. Yeah, just, um, oh, you know, Jesus. when you're on the highway, put the girls away. Someone's going to crash. Mind-numbing. Mind-numbing. Um, so, All right. a, a, another thing I want to point out is uh, you were so smart to put up a user, a viewer-listener poll to see what people wanted to talk about, whether it was more sports, more entertainment, and you want to share what the results were? Yeah, we uh, a couple weeks ago, the marketing angel put up a, a poll on um, on our Facebook page, and we wanted to know if people wanted us to talk more sports or more entertainment. We're all about the people. I believe, I believe there was fifteen votes, and only one of them was for more sports. So, um, I guess we're going to talk about more entertainment, which is fine because, for those of you that don't know, uh, if you listen to us on the Podomatic app, we are actually doing a Red Wings uh, dedicated podcast now on the Podomatic uh, website uh, through Detroit Sports Podcast called Top Shelf. Yes. So if you like our hockey, our hockey stuff, uh, go ahead and listen to that. And in the fall, we are going to do a side football one as well for in season. So we will take a little bit of the sports out of this, and we'll just talk about the really important stuff, important stuff like yeah. comics and yeah. comics and movies for and sure. comics and all that stuff. But to so the people have spoken. They wanted more entertainment stuff. So I actually forced myself to look up some entertainment stuff just you know, to see what was popular in the news. And sure enough, the first thing that popped up in weekly headlines or whatever for entertainment is the porn star Kim Kardashian and <laughs> the porn dumpster star. fire husband Kanye had a baby again, as if anybody cares, which sadly a lot of people do care. Well, they, they said they needed to have the fourth one to save their marriage. Yeah, fourth fourth time's a charm. I guess. And they announced what their baby's name was, and I couldn't wait to see what that was. Do, do you do you need to pause so I can go grab a knife so I can slit my wrist when you announce the name? I don't know, because I'm going to take this pen and jam it in my ear. All right. Um, Psalm is what they named their, their, their poor, unfortunate little baby. Song. So a woman was breastfeeding while she was driving, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, yep. Psalm. Yeah, Psalm. They named their kids Psalm. Now, that's not to be outdone by their other kid, Northwest. And first I'm telling name you right North, now. First name North, last name West. First name North, last name West, West. And if that kid doesn't go to college to draw maps, then I'm sorry. Wh- what are we doing? Cartographer in training. Cartographer in training. It's a wasted opportunity if that kid doesn't go to school for that. <laughs> oh, but anyway, God. that's my, uh, you know, she's spreading the positivity message because, you know, she wouldn't be a celebrity if she didn't spread her legs first. Yeah. Oh, dear so, Lord. Yes. I said it. You said it. I well, said it, it's, I meant it. It's true. I it's true. I just despise everything about I, I. How does a show like that get that popular? I, don't I, know, I, I mean, I know that there's probably a lot of girls that want to be like that because, you know, which one is it? Is it Kylie that has the, the big uh, mascara line or whatever? Is that Kylie? I, 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 don't, even, I don't even fucking know. There's, there's like Kate and... Ex Bruce, and then there's Chewbacca, and then there's there's some, there's there's somebody else. I don't remember the names, but you know I what can it understand is? little girls wanting to be popular like that. But Jesus Christ, what? It's a really twisted version of the X Men, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> X being Kim's movie ratings. I saw speaking speaking of those. I can't. I don't even have a word I can say that's 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 nice enough for what I'm thinking right now. Apparently, um, Caitlin. Slash Bruce will be. Let's uh, just call her Wheaties. Wheaties will be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Is it? I don't know if it was this year or next year, but um, nude. Oh, fantastic! Super excited for that. 
I guess Sports Illustrated is not interested in selling magazines anymore because they forgot their fucking target market. Um, I'd tell you I'd rather watch that lady breastfeed on the highway ten times a day rather than So she was doing that. 80 miles an 80 hour miles and she was hour. breastfeeding. Yes. Okay, yep. that's, that's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Lunchtime, because who doesn't prefer their milk on tap? Sometimes I truly do think that maybe I'm going to wake up and the world will be gone because of Armageddon. Well, yeah, that's... um. There's just so much stuff. See, and this is why I don't watch much TV outside of the shows it's really and the hard, movies that man. we watch. I, I just I can't do it. And Some my, of it's just just. Ugh. When I was teaching a couple years ago, you'd be surprised how many kids. One kid in particular that was just he. I say he. His name was David. He's obsessed with the Kardashian show. He would come in every day, and I'd have to tell him, "Dude, knock it off." And of course, he joined the Marines, which made perfect sense. <laughs> if looks could kill. Yeah, every day I'd have to say, dude, nobody cares. You're the only one that cares about this show. Lay off. It was huge. <sighs> I mean, it's such, it's huge. That's and what she said. <laughs> Who, Kim or Kylie? Dude, if you're going to lay it out there, I ha- <laughs> I'm not going to let it go by. I refuse to let it go by. All right. If we talk about the Kardashians anymore today, I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm, so we all might right, need so, to move on. All right, pass. Pass. Um, let's bring it to something else that I know I've kind of given you quite the reputation for busting out Charmin and shitting on a lot of stuff, but I'm going to shit on a whole group of people right now, in n- not in the German internet way. Not in the way that you can make money? Not in the way you can make money or get a website. I have, obviously we've been big on Game of Thrones, you know, we've got the big finale tonight, and there's just been this massive uproar. In fact, I know this whole trend started, I think, back when Last Jedi came out, which was also something that, you know, we had severe problems with, the way they handled the character, Luke. Um, this craze of starting petitions to change movies, to change TV shows, is out of fucking control. And I cannot, every time you turn around, oh, fans start a petition. There's like over a million people that signed a petition to redo season eight of Game of Thrones because they're not happy. They didn't get the story they wanted. They didn't feel that this shouldn't have happened. So now there's a petition to just, let's just redo everything because everyone's not happy. And I can if if you if you signed a petition like that you need to really really get a freaking life i'm it's insane to me i there's stuff i'm not happy with uh last jedi i was really not happy with it but guess what it it's a movie it happens if you all right I, i'm going to start i'm going to start it off this way one of the great things i love about this wonderful country that we live in is that you're allowed to like, breathe, do, believe, think, whatever you want, however you want, provided that you're not encroaching upon other people's beliefs or hurting other people or, or causing I- issues in society. As we sit right, right here right. In mi- with microphones, exactly. voicing our opinions on stuff. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that Game of Thrones Season 8 has been perfection because there are I- I've enjoyed it, but there are things that I would change. But if you don't like it, Turn it the fuck off. And it's okay because you know to what? not like it, it. Of course it is. And I give you, you shit all the time about you, certain stuff you don't like, but right. guess what? That's how you feel about it. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. And if you want it changed, how about you take your fucking money and you reshoot it? Why is everybody in this country think it's somebody else's responsibility to do something for them because they want it? If it, I saw an article, and I think you posted it on Facebook, about how the writers of Game of Thrones said, if you don't like the, what we did this year, then go make your own fucking show. I was just going to read the, head, the, the actual headline of it. I don't know if it was real or not, but I, just, I had to share it. It says, and I quote, Game of Thrones writers petition fans to write their own goddamn show if they're so smart. 
I mean, it's brilliant, and I could not agree more. Yes, there's certain things that have happened in this show that even me, the most easiest to please person, wasn't quite happy with. Like, I felt we got shorted of the Night King character completely. You build it up for basically seven years, and he doesn't even swing a sword before he's taken out. And it's, yeah, I'm not happy with it. It happened the way it did. It is what it is. We wait till next week. It's I'm not going to go online and pitch a fit and start a petition over it. It's asinine. Yeah, you know what's going to happen? I'm just not going to rewatch it. That, that's, yeah, that's or, what's going to happen. Or you know what I'll do? As many, and I've rewatched that episode a couple times, and it's still, it's like, eh, but you get through it, or you just fast-forwarded through it. It's still an amazing show with an amazing story that is going to end tonight, and I guarantee there's going to be a, a shitstorm tomorrow. Of course there will. People are going to be happy. People aren't going to be happy. And you know what? It's fun to talk about either way because it, it, it makes conversation and talk about it. If everyone liked everything, how freaking boring would that be? So what are we just going to do, sit here for an hour and a half saying, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That was great. Yep, I agree, I agree. Nobody wants to listen to that shit. You and I, you and I both agreed on several things about Game of Thrones this season that we, that we felt could have been better. Um, I'm not going to open up the Charmin Circle right now. On it, just because, simply, just yeah, simply because, and we'll save that for our huge, for, for our Game week. of Thrones um, next week. Will uh, be a full Game of Thrones recap and discussion. Three and or top four list. different top five lists, and 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 with spoilers and and all that happiness. But you know what? I'm still enjoying watching it. And even one of the one of the writers and producers said, if you didn't see what happened last Saturday coming or last Sunday coming, you're an idiot. You're a fucking dummy. You're an idiot. You're yeah. a dummy because we and you and after you saw what happened, you're like, okay, now I see. All the foreshadowing right. and stuff that happened. Now, on the Game of Thrones uh, line there, on a line of thought, last week, uh, uh, once again, the marketing angel put up what I thought was a fantastically brilliant uh, poll uh, on Twitter. And it was what we thought was going to happen in the episode last week. Right. Okay? Because in the preview for last week, you saw um, Jor- Jor- Joran. Joran Greybeard, was that his name? Jorah, Jor- Joran, the the you know the douchebag that uh, that you know on the on the boats. I, I'm so it's not Jorah. That's anyway. You're on Greyjoy. You're on Greyjoy. There yeah. you go. Thanks, buddy. Where were you five minutes ago? I got you. I okay. was just gonna let you sweat it out. So a little you bit. saw this. You saw him looking up into the sky, and you heard a dragon screech in the trailer, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, what's going to happen?" So the marketing angel she did some extensive extensive research. And she put up the four things that she thought were going to happen in that scene, and we got a vote. We got some votes on them. The first one was thank there you was, for voting, by the way. Yes, absolutely. And we're gonna we're gonna thank all you guys here in just a second. The first one was there was a fan theory out there that there was a section of the show where Drogon disappeared. They thought maybe Drogon had some babies. Right. Okay. So Drogon's children got twenty nine percent of the vote. The second one was that Drogon was going to show up in armor to deflect some of the stuff. That got thirty three percent of the vote. The third one was Drogon was going to drop some wildfire, which kind of did, but not the wildfire we're talking about. That got 13% of the vote. But the one that I thought was going to happen is we thought we were going to see some catapulting cows. And that got 24% of the vote. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, out of those, the armor, to me, makes the most sense. It did make the most sense. The Drogon's children was was up there just because of that whole five episodes, six episodes. But if you think of the timeline, they don't grow that fast. No, they don't. Think of how long it took for those things to get full Well, this whole thing has only been, even though it's been nine seasons long, I think it's taken place over three days, I think. The whole series? (laughs) (laughs) That's real. On on that, we would like to thank... um, Blood and Black Rum for retweeting uh, from our Potter and family brethren there. Uh, Bearded Idiots, uh, you guys retweeted. Uh, 
Uh, they said, I sincerely hope that ar- that they armor up Dragon and wreck some ship. It would have been Which awesome. was cute. If he comes rolling in with like a helmet, one of, belly one of, armor. Yep. My, my, one of my favorites was from Herb Hell, and um, his reply was, everybody loves flying cows. And then one of the better ones again was, some call me Nif, and his was, Fetche le vache. Which you know, obviously is from Holy Grail, which was great. How awesome would it have been if it was the catapulting cows oh that were sponsored God. by Chick Fil A? I, I, <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank Thurston Gold for participating in that as well. But that would have been, uh, I mean, just to just to see John Cleese somewhere. Would have been I told funny. them we already got one, <laughs> and then they just started launching shit at him. That have been that have been a good time right there. But. These these fucking people with these petitions. It's out of hand. I, it's it's crazy. They're everywhere now. You these have nothing petitions. better to do than sit at home and go. Uh. It's like I, I love. I I I try not to, but I always suddenly feel that urge to just go in and leave a comment and just because I mean it's really hard not to the urge to not leave a comment just well we've we've already got every people, time we've already got people petitioning about Robert Pattinson maybe being the next Batman and you know what oh, I don't like Christ. that I don't like that choice. I, but on the other hand, it's not my fucking money. It's it's not my movie. I, it, it, you're gonna make what? a movie if it comes out and it sucks. I won't see it. I when I read it, I wanted to put my foot through a window. But at the same time, it's like I remember feeling the same way when Heath Ledger was cast as the, as the Joker, and I know a lot of people were in an uproar over that. And we all know how that played out. Now I'm not saying by any means that Sparkle Boy is gonna do any means of a good job playing Sparkle Batman. Sparkle Boy. But you know what? <laughs> Who cares? If they're going to make that movie and it tanks, then it tanks. They'll learn their lesson. My, my answer to that whole thing was I'm not going to discredit Robert Pattinson's acting abilities because, I mean, you've been in some of the biggest movies that were really ever made in the Twilights. They, they weren't for me, okay? They, they had a target audience. They were popular. I don't know if he was good in them or not. I never saw him. I watched one. You want to know why I watched it? Because Amy made you? No. I purposely watched it so I could know what I was shitting on. Uh, okay. Good, good enough. And guess what? I was 100% correct. 100% correct. I haven't watched it because I just knew it wasn't for me. But I don't see... The thing about Bruce Wayne to me is that Bruce Wayne has always been elegant, debonair. He's got a very James Bond quality to him, but he also has a very gritty feel to him. He's, he's, He's unhappy. He's dark. He's angry. I don't think, as you put it, Sparkle Boy can pull that off. That's my problem with it. I'm not saying don't do it, and I'm not going to sign a petition going, eh. I was flipping but, through um, Twitter the other day, and someone, I don't know who it was, that basically came out, and they put out a video clip of him in a movie that it looked like it took place like in old English times or something like that. And it was a clip of him basically flipping out over something that happened. And I... I've never seen the guy in anything else. I I don't. It, that's why it's not really fair to say, like you said, it's not fair to compare him just based off one shit mm-hmm. franchise he was part of. And would you expect him to say no, you know, for, for the money he got? Yeah, especially when he was a nobody going into that. But so. in, anyway, my point being is this clip that he was in, he was pretty impressive. And it was, again, to be fair, let's see what happens. I mean, okay. it is what it is. Yeah. So if it's bad afterwards, then yes, by all means, we are going to destroy it. And DC's continued misuse of characters and miscasting, and we'll see what happens. DC, DC has got to get some type of continuity together in their universe. They, we cannot yeah. consistently have. I mean, you had four Batman movies in the '80s and '90s, and you had three Batmans, and now you've had five Batman, six Batman movies I mean, in the last ten years, it, and you've had three Batmans. If you think about it, we've had more Batman movies than anybody, the, the, than any other franchise. Than any other franchise, yeah, and which, we've had and we've had more Batmans. 
than all the other franchises put together. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big I, it's an yeah. important character. It's a big important character, and I hope it does well because if it doesn't, you may not see another Batman movie for a long, yeah. long time. I know someone who has a kid. Batman was their favorite. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's popular. Um, so that being said, let's get into it real quick uh, before we go to our first break. It like I said, the finale is tonight. Game of Thrones is over after tonight until we get to the prequels, which that'll be another discussion later. Um, it takes place, I guess, like a thousand years before this this show, or yeah, before this show takes place. Um, what are you expecting tonight? What, what are your hopes, expectations, fears? <laughs> Go. My fears are that they're uh, that they're going to continue the final episode the way they have this this eight season and that they're going to try, try and cram too much into this episode. Well, I think I, that's I, like I, foregone I think conclusion, don't you? I, I don't, I don't know at this point. I, well, I do, I do have my prediction envelope that we will be opening next week. Um, I'm sitting pretty good with some of my predictions right now. Okay. Some of them, have, and some of my absolutely fucking crushed. But right, um, the way I thought it was going to end, it's it's not. I don't know who to expect tonight. I, I really don't. I, I feel like I feel like when you make a show like this, what happened last week, Daenerys does not sit on the throne because they've made her the bad guy now. And it's not very often where a show like this ends where everything's not, you know, rainbows and sunshines Could and unicorns farting. Imagine if it ends with her killing John and she sits on the throne when yeah. the show ends. Here's here's what's going to happen. The world though. could burn tomorrow if that's what happens. This this <laughs> is what's going to crack me up. I don't know if you saw it two weeks ago. There was a group, a, a large group out there that were pissed that Miss Misandre mm -hmm. got killed because they said Game of Thrones only kills the black people. They were they were angry. Listen, so so what happens tonight? Check this out. What's going to happen tonight? I was just going to say that there's nothing to lose your head over. Right. <laughs> but um bump. Well Thank yes, you. well Thank done. You. Yep. If Daenerys sits on the throne, people are going to be fucking pissed that Jon Snow's not on the throne because Daenerys is a bad guy. Right. If Arya or Jon or Grey Worm or Tyrion kill Daenerys, people are going to be pissed off that why didn't you let a woman sit on the throne? The, the only person there's I no, think... There's no way this show wins tonight. There's no way. People are going to be angry either way, and probably by tomorrow there will be 35 more petitions. Because they're... People's expectations are now out of control. Like people in in general, not everybody. My and I'm one of the in the minority that just can't sit back and enjoy a show anymore. Like I can sit back and enjoy this show for what it is. I never read the books, which everyone always says the books are always better. Um, I've got buddies, especially my buddy Nick. I've brought him up a, a number of times. He's read the books numerous times. So like. He's like Richard is on Game of Thrones. He's an expert on this on this whole series. Um, there's stuff that he's really loved about it. He's loved the whole series in general. He had problems with Arya killing the Night King, and it's valid. I mean, it's absolutely valid. I cheered like a little girl when it happened, but I've loved Arya since the beginning. She's just a badass character. But people just can't sit back and enjoy what happens be happy with what happens, be upset with what happens, but enjoy the fact you got a show for eight years that you were enthralled with, that everybody talked about, most everyone talked about, and you had it. And be just accept that and be happy with it. People can't do that anymore. You're right. They can't. And I, I do think it's, a, it's a, a fatal flaw with our society, which is ironic because, like, I mean, we were just watching The Golden Child beforehand. And 
we sit back and we watch that movie and we tilt each other and goes, oh, this movie's awful, but it's so much fun to watch. But if you went and saw that movie, that very same movie today, and it was Eddie Murphy's new release, you'd be like, we would both be like, what a pile of garbage. I guarantee that when Richard listens to this and he heard the movie Golden Child, he was like, oh, Jesus, not that movie. <laughs> he doesn't like that movie? But, well, I, I, I'm guessing j- just because of how, like you said, it, it's a bad movie. It is, but it's fun. But I laugh through the whole, hey, Big Trouble in Little China, that's a dumb movie. It's horrible. But it is a absolute freaking cult classic, classic that I could watch regularly and do because I have it on Blu-ray. It's a great movie for what it is. How do those special effects look on Blu-ray? Oh, God. It's just it's crystal clear. It's amazing. Right? So, yeah, my expectations tonight is for, honestly, the same thing that's been through this whole series, not knowing what's going to happen. And I like that. I, I can't, you know, a few predictions that I've had, um, the, the only real big one that I prediction that I had with some other friends on Facebook was that Arya was going to kill the Night King, and that was just a total shot in the dark because everyone else was going to say John which we all wish would have happened, but um, I just expect it to be obviously rushed, like you just said. Um, John has to end up on the throne. I can't see anybody else other than Sansa that may end up on it. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to enjoying it. I really am. It's been a great series. It's been fun. I've rewatched the whole thing a couple months ago leading into the premiere. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it's worth because we've only got one episode left, and then it's over, and then we'll get to the prequels, I think, in a couple years, which – is going to be all about the Night King. I don't know if you've read that or not. Yeah, it's supposed I'm to take place. I'm super yep. excited about that. Well, It'll I be something our, brand new. read an interview with R.R. Uh, Martin this week, and he wasn't supposed to say this apparently, but he and uh, HBO are in negotiation for five. He doesn't call them spinoffs. He calls them added material or something. It was really weird. One of them is beginning production. Two of them have been greenlit, and the other two are in like a, uh, a, a redevelopment phase. Right. The one about the Night King, I'm all in on. I, I think that's going to be incredible. I think it was the most underutilized character in the whole series, but that's kind of what made him extra cool because you didn't know anything about him. Yeah, but on the other hand, too, and and, and I guess you could say I'm going to get off some charm in here, it'll be really disappointing. That watching a show that focuses on the Night King and shows us how awesome he is is like watching episode four, five, and six of Star Wars and then going watching episode one, two, and three and going, well, why... Why could R two D two do that shit in the past? But he right. could, I, so I, I don't. I almost feel like it'll maybe maybe ruin it a it's, little bit for me to know he's like, oh, hey, look, he can blow up buildings, but ah, fuck it. From what I read, <laughs> it's he it won't be the center focus of the show. That storyline will be part of it, but it's going to be more with the children of the forest. Why they created the White Walkers to begin with to protect themselves. Then they realized it was a mistake. Then they that whole setting in the in that world i guess you want to call it i think sounds awesome it'll sound it, it just sounds like it'll be really cool and hbo doesn't really mess around when it comes to their series they got a lot of big hits on their hands and game of thrones just overshadows all of them yeah. obviously well, but it's, it is a, what it a, is it's a worldwide it's scale deserved, at this point. So. Yep. yeah it should be fun and by the time this comes out you know we're either you know we're either going to be super happy super pissed or whatever so that being said let's jump into our first break and come back because we got some Fun stuff coming. All right. I got a sweet game for you. Oh, I love sweet games. Yep. We'll see you in just a few minutes. See ya. Be right back. This episode of Top 5 for Fighting is brought to you by Richard Alexander Esquire. As a former assistant state attorney, Richard Alexander is an experienced trial lawyer and has been protecting the rights of the people of Tampa Bay since 2000. Specializing in personal injury, 
criminal defense, and legal research, Richard Alexander offers fair representation that you can trust. When you need a lawyer, contact Richard Alexander for an initial consultation at TrustAlexanderLaw.com or call 813-850-4247. Having said that, I want you to know that this man is a stand-up guy. He's a caring husband, he's a dedicated father, and he's a standfast friend. All of us here at Top 5 for Fighting are generally better off because we know him. So in summation, you guys hear that? That's a big fancy lawyer word Richard taught me. If you ever need a lawyer, call a great person who is also a great lawyer. Richard Alexander, 813-850-4247. And Richard, thank you. All right, we've refreshed our drinks. Yep, and cups are we, full. we stretched. We did some calisthenics. Did a couple thousand push-ups. Banged them out. Now we're ready to go again. And it's game time. Oh, it's game time. Yep, love me some game time. The games are pretty fun, I must admit. And games, this week, games, games down in my belly. This week, I kind of took a a little bit of a hint from the Doug Loves Movies podcast and some of the movie games he plays. So I kind of put a little Avengers twist on one. Oh shit! So we're gonna play a game called Prevensworth. <laughs> and what that means is I'm going to give you the name of a month of a movie, and you're going to tell me if it's either Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Hemsworth that's in that movie. Oh, wow. Movie right. or TV show. Okay. So i got to clarify that. Cause All right. Can we pre-guess? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And Scar- Scarlett Johansson. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is a false. <sighs> All right. So you ready? Oh, shit. I guess. I'll give you the name of the movie. you got to tell me which Chris Prevensworth is in that movie. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, or Chris Pratt? Right. Okay. A lot of Chris's in the Avengers. Yeah, there are. All right, first one, Moneyball. The baseball movie with Brad Pitt. Oh, I know this one. And Jonah Hill. I think that's Chris Pratt. That is correct. Nice job. Movie number two from 2004, Cellular. Cellular. 2004. <laughs> I heard you <laughs> the first time, Mr. Martindale. <laughs> um, Chris Evans. Correct. Two for two. Nice job. Next one, the Vacation Remake with the Nard Dog himself, yeah. Ed Helms. Ed Helms and, and Christine Christine Applegate. Applegate. You know what? I haven't seen that. I heard it was so bad oh, I haven't, you haven't bothered. Heard it? No. You haven't seen it? No. Uh, spoiler alert, it's funny. Is it? Yes. Is it Chevy Chase? No. no. But it, it, it never could be. It is absolutely worth watching because Ed Helms is fantastic. I, You know what? I, I Take a guess out of Prevensworth. I, I'm going to go with Chris Hemsworth. You nailed it. And he has a scene in there that is just hilarious. He's got a couple funny scenes. Uh, here we go with the TV show, The O.C., Oh, Jesus Christ. Who the fuck watches that? Neither of us. I'm like 35 years old to watch that. Um, but it was on his list, so I'm like... Yeah, you, I mean, you would have to use it. I, I mean, I couldn't make it too easy. Chris Evans. Chris Pratt. Mm. Should have known that. I know. I'd never watched it either. Uh, this movie I have seen and did enjoy. 2009, Push. Not a superhero movie, but he's got a, some powers. They're kind of neat. Is that the one where they have telekinetic powers? It's kind of like they have the force. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chris Evans. Damn, dude, you are on fire. You are. That was a guess. 
Uh, and vacation was obviously a guess since I'd never seen it. Yeah, dude, you're, these are big shots you're taking, and you're <laughs> hitting these shots like Kurt Cobain. If, if only I could do that with my lottery tickets. <laughs> right? Hitting those shots like Kurt Cobain. Well, it's yep. hard to miss when you use a, a widespread shotgun. Yep. Is it acceptable to call shotgun while Nirvana's playing on the radio? Yes. Just, just asking. Yes, okay. it is. Not too soon? All right. Not too soon. This one is a little tricky because blinking, you'll miss it. 2009, Star Trek. The first movie with J.J. Abrams. Oh, that's Hemsworth. Yes, it is. Because he's he's the he's Captain Kirk's father. He's in it. Yep. He, yeah. He was. What was it? He was captain for two minutes and yeah, seven like, seconds. Yeah, like two point six seconds. Saved Boom. Hundreds of people. Nice job. Thank you. Killing it. Two thousand and twelve a movie I have not heard of, but it was on his list called The Iceman. Oh, The Iceman is. Uh, I want to see that movie. That is a true story about um, one of the most notorious hitmen. In history, and he's like Norwegian or something, but he was a he was a like a badass. Wow! I don't know who's in it though, so I'm gonna go with Evans. Again, nailed it. You nailed it like Jesus. Good job. <laughs> All right. 2011, Cabin in the Woods. Chris Hemsworth. Nice job. Uh, and if you guys have never seen that movie, it's labeled as a horror movie, but it's not. That's a great movie. Hated the ending. And Up it was until well, the ending, it was it was hard. But you know what? It, they, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It wasn't saying. You know Private what? Ryan. You're we'll right. Fuck it. Let's start a petition. Yeah, I want that shit rewritten I want now. It I want the ending to be totally different. Uh, movie 43 in 2013. Oh, God. That was everybody was in that movie. Uh, uh, it literally. Straight up guess. Chris Pratt. Uh, straight up nailed it again. <laughs> nice job. Dude, you need to play the lotto today, apparently. Apparently. Well, it was last night. 2015, Black Hat, computer hacker movie. It was okay. I've never heard of it. It's a, literally, it's a computer hacker movie. The typical, this is the best hacker, we'll get him out of prison on one condition if he's going to help and blah, blah, blah. Hemsworth. Crushed it. Nice job. You are nine correct and one wrong. Wow. Wow, you are definitely all over this. Last one, Captain Marvel. The plot thickens. Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Who is in it? Sort of a trick one. Well, I know Chris Evans is in it at the end in mm-hmm. the, in the after the after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Chris Evans? Yep. And there's more, right? And there's more. Yeah. I like this one. Come on. I've only seen it in the theaters, but I mean, uh, Hems. You know what? All three of them. No. No. Hemsworth and Evans. Is Hemsworth in the fi- Hemsworth in the final scene too? Hemsworth is the one that's that right. He stands up, he calls Stormbreaker, and then looks at her. She winks, your smile gives a little smirk, and she says, "I like this one." That was Thor. So yeah, they were both in that final scene. She had to put a little twist on there with the Avengers ending. So yeah. Not bad, dude. You got are you sure? Are you sure that he pulls? He calls Stormbringer in in Absolutely. Marvel. Absolutely. I thought that was the beginning of the Endgame. No, he. They're in the room in that final end credit scene of Captain Marvel, and Chris Evans is in it talking about yeah, let's go get him. And she says you didn't have me. And then Thor stands up, calls it over, and says I like her. And that's how the credit scene ends. Gotcha. So yeah, nice job. You Thanks. were uh, ten correct, one wrong. So you blew it up this week. Damn. Nice job. Damn, I should have 
been keeping score. That might have brought me back into contention. Yeah, dude, you you blew this up so bad. Japan got a point. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Oh my, well, that was a good game. I like well that. Well done, sir. I like that. Thank Nailed you. it. Um, so let's uh let's get to the top five. Okay. Again, tough. A lot of thought went into this one. Uh, um, I, I honestly could have made this a top twenty-five list. I I venture to say that this will probably be a top five list that we come back to a it, few times. And I'll be surprised if we have any of the same people. Honestly. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, minor minor from a are are definitely stereotyped, meaning and, they're in a certain type of show. But it's important to say too that. Obviously, we don't want any petitions, so there's no incorrect answers here. So, well, there are correct answers, but we will have the petition up on the website five <laughs> minutes after we post. Correct. People will be bent out of shape. All right. So our top five list this week was our top five TV characters all time of all time. No Parks and Rec, no Office, because that would have been essentially our top ten, and no comic, no comics, no um, sorry, no cartoons, no cartoon characters. Just TV shows. Just TV shows. Um, and I, I got to tell you, man, I sat in the kitchen cooking dinner one night talking with Susan about this, and I just kept going, well, what about, what, what, oh, God, how can we not? And, oh, my God, what, at, what who were the, what, a, oh. Yep. There are so many. This was so hard. I based my list on if I had to sit down and watch something, who I wanted to watch or characters in shows that i could watch all the time and still laugh and it never ever gets old that's essentially what mine was um shows like my number two and my number one character i've probably seen the entire series of that show probably 10 times if not more just because when i was broke and poor and all i all i had was dvds and i would just replay and replay so that's we're coming from the same place. Yep, back when Blockbuster would sell their used DVD yeah. TV series for like seven, eight bucks. Yeah, for sure. Those were the days. For sure. All right, um, so I'll start off because you started last week. Sounds good. My number five was, again, I kind of took the pussy way out, is a tie. That's all right because my number five is a tie, a tie, tie too. And mine is I'm Coach and Woody from Cheers. Oh, Jesus, yeah. That's, um, fa- that's, that's great. If you, if you were a huge fan of the show like I was and you watched it, all the time, constantly, when it was on every, I believe it was Thursday nights back when it was in its prime time run. When Woody uh, came into the show after Coach died, it was essentially just a younger version of that character. 100%. That wasn't a baseball player. He was just a farm boy hick from Indiana. Um, Coach was absolutely hilarious. The One of the few, there's many, but one of the few ones that stand out is when he's at the bar, wiping down the bar, the phone rings. Coach answers the phone and says, is there an Ernie Pantuzo here? And you hear Sam in the background saying, that's you, Coach. And then he says, speaking. I mean, the Coach was awesome. He was great. He was absolutely. And then Woody came in after Coach died, which in real life, by the way, um, and just picked right up where Coach left off and was a, to me, one probably my favorite character on that show throughout the rest of the run. And it was uh, one of the shows that I could watch every single night. I've seen I've seen Cheers, the whole series, at least three or four times. Um, in a nod to Coach, uh, if you ever do watch Cheers, there is a picture hanging in the bar of Geronimo. And that picture did not uh, occur in the bar until after Coach died. It was a picture that Coach kept in his dressing room, and they hung it 
there uh, in tribute to him. And if you notice in the very last episode, when Sam closes a bar and walks away, he walks up to it and straightens it specifically. Um, I could have had my top five from that show. Yeah. That, that show is one of the greatest shows of all time. And I didn't. I don't have any of them. I'm not. I'm trying. Right. Not, hopefully not a spoiler. Right. Because I just. I'd like. Well, Jesus. If I pick one, I can't pick. Yeah. You can't pick Norm over Cliff or Cliff over Sam. But Woody and Woody was. Uh, they were both fantastic. The show as a whole is probably one of one of the greatest comedies of all time. For sure. Without a doubt. And I hate it that Coach doesn't get the recognition that Woody does because the first couple of years, because Coach died right at the end of season three, I think. Mm-hmm. I they were still finding their stride, and Woody came in and did so good. Yes, that it's to overshadow, not overshadow, but to come in as a new character and just totally make you essentially forget about Coach. That just tells you how good of a job that Woody did. Yeah. All right, that's 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 wow. I know, right? That's that, five, dude. Right out of that's the sh- five. That's five. All right, my number five is a tie uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, because I can watch these shows. You're at home on a Sunday afternoon. You really got nothing to do. You're sitting on the sofa like Al Bundy with your hand in your pants and your channel surfing, and you come across a movie. Pornhub. Well, that that's before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so you're like you're sitting there, and the Shawshank Redemption comes on. You don't turn off the Shawshank Redemption. You're right. sitting there watching a Marvel movie. This is two shows that are are that they are both that. Like I said, I have a tie. The second one is is they what they did to television. So my number five is a tie between George Jefferson and Archie Bunker. Yeah, dude. Who, if you're anybody near our age in your 40s, and you were a kid, whether you were with grandpa or whoever else, and they were always watching those shows. They were, and um, these were shows that broached a lot of things that were taboo on television at the time. And really, the biggest one was racist, racist racism. Everybody talks about how Archie Bunker. They don't. They, that show should be taken off the TV because he was a racist. He was a racist on that show because he was making fun of racists. They were showing you how stupid you were if you were if you acted like that. I don't give a fuck what color your skin is. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what your sexual preference is. If you're a good person, we're we're down. I'm good with it. I watched these shows and laughed my ass off. They talked about they talked about feminism. They talked about racism. They talked about rape. There was an episode of All in the Family where Edith actually got raped in mm-hmm. the in the show. But those two guys the lines they would come up with would just I, – I, I would cry. I'd laugh so hard I would cry. And that's the problem with today's quote-unquote society. Back then, before the political correctness police took over everything and everyone all of a sudden is offended by everything and everyone just laughed no matter what the subject was. Um, I mean, comedians like George Carlin and, I mean, Richard Pryor back in the day. I oh. mean, the – Everybody was more lighthearted back then and, and could tolerate stuff. We're not like that, thank God. We, everything's funny to me. I don't care what it is or who it offends. If it's funny, I'm going to laugh because when it all boils down to it, is there anything better than having something make you laugh? Yeah, absolutely. If I you mean, watch a comedy show and you get offended, that's on you. That's not on the comedian. People that get offended by everything are, I don't want to be wrong, they're just miserable people. They are. They're unhappy. Right. But to hear Archie Archie just uh, shut up, meathead. I mean, we still call people meathead to this yeah. day. The the things that they did, the way he talked about people, the way the way George talked about the exact opposite people. Yep. Oh, just totally agree. It just they were so fun, you know. And I didn't. I was doing a little bit of research for this. 
Uh, all in the Family by TV Guide was rated the number four show of all time. Yeah, I totally believe it. I, too. I would, I would agree with that. There was, like I said, it was just an easier time back then. People enjoyed, knew how to enjoy things without getting offended and having to find the bad and everything. Every, people just enjoyed it. Totally agree. Yeah, good one. So thank you. We'll, thank you. Uh, switch. Or the ever popular. I know. Yeah, I know, right? Because it's my <laughs> list. I knew this was going to be a fun <laughs> list, but tough. Uh, my number four, and this comes from a, I don't even want to say overrated show because I watched it just like everyone else did, but if you take this character out of this series, it's nowhere near what it was, and that's Cosmo Kramer. Oh, my God. He was he was this far from being on my list. If you take Kramer out of Seinfeld, that show sucks because George was annoying. Diane was for she, Elaine. Elaine was fun. Still suck on Cheers. Elaine was okay. I mean, they, they had their moments together, but Kramer was the glue to that show. Kramerica. Kramer. Kramerica was Kramer Come was, on. was brilliant. He was. He was. He was definitely driving on E with the gas tank. <laughs> he did so much stuff that on that show that I mean that and and that by TV Guide was number one. Seinfeld yeah. was the number one show. Of all time. I, I believe it. it. It had the ratings. And again, I just think that if you take Kramer off of that show doesn't achieve what it did i think it's significantly different yeah right. i don't i don't think it's as popular i think it would have been watchable i don't think it's just, it's just not as funny yeah, but it's not because kramer kramer was the he was the slapstick that held it together the others were neurotic or just mean right but kramer was he was funny hysterical yeah, yeah he was and you know what uh, again me not having kramer on my list i mean yeah right there you're looking at it yeah. on my list yep. kramer not on my list doesn't mean but again, I could almost take that whole ensemble like and said, make them my top five it, because they work so fucking well together. It, it could have been a top twenty-five list, honestly. It, and it will be, guys. It, we're, we're probably going to come back to this. We'll come eventually. back to it someday. All right, my number four. I'm coming, Elizabeth. It's oh, the big geez. one. There it is. Got to you. Got to put Fred Sanford in this again. Category. A shoulder you're up with. Uh, and produced, I did not know right until today, produced by Norman Lear, who did The Jeffersons and All in the Family. And it does not surprise me. Oh, my God. Red Fox. And just why don't you go in the kitchen and put your face in some dough and make some gorilla cookies. One of the just greatest lines in a show ever. Ever. The way him and Esther would go back and forth. Again, both black characters. But the stuff that they said to one another. So mean and so These funny days, and if they were to try and make a show like that, all of everyone would be up in arms. So oh, this is racist. I can't handle this. It, this is offensive. It's got to be off the TV. Show, Why don't you so go good. dip your face in some dough and make, make some, some gorilla, gorilla cookies? cookies. YouTube Just, it. Watch the scene. It's hilarious. It's worth the two minutes. Six good. seasons. Six seasons, and it was, a, it was a rating wonder. Oh, little known fact I forgot to mention. All in the Family. Number one in the ratings for five years in a row. That's insane. That's crazy. That's great. And there was a lot of shows on back then. There was. I mean, that was in MASH's heyday. I yeah. mean, that that was a big time yeah, for, it for was. TV shows back 72 then. 72 through 79, and then Archie Bunker's Place was on from 79 to 83, I think. Another favorite part of Sanford and Son was the, dr the drawer with the glasses in it, how he had to hit the desk a certain way, yes. a slap a hit on the oh. side. And then it would, it would, then it would open. It was just brilliant writing. Just it good was stuff. brilliant writing. And 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 come on, if you don't like Red Fox's stand up, you got problems. Again, that son of a bitch is funny. Not a, oh, politically not correct. No, all. not at all. But the delivery is awesome. I watched him do. I was trying to find Sanford and Son on the TV this morning while I was doing. I was doing a whole lot of paperwork for work this morning, 
and I had to get a free trial to stars to watch it. And I was pissed, but they had a show that looked like it might have been on CBS in the late seventies called One Man Show, mm-hmm. and he had recorded it just before. <laughs> just before he became the star of Sanford's son. And he was on TV, and the whole audience was white. And you could see some of them clapping, yeah, and some of them going, what are we watching? He said, he said, look at you. He says, what are you, 310? Yeah, you look like my wife. My wife's 308 pounds. He says, she thinks I love her because when she gets in bed, I roll toward her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he goes, it's hard to roll uphill. Yeah, it, it's that's- – <laughs> Again, he's just one of those guys. It was like Don Rickles. Like nothing was safe, but nothing. it was hilarious. So good. Side note, not to get off tra- off topic here, but speaking of comedians like that, if you haven't watched Anthony Jeselnik fire in the maternity ward yet, you need to get on that shit. And if you're easily offended, please watch it because I want to hear the reactions to it. <laughs> You've never heard jokes about dropping a baby so funny as you have in fire in the maternity ward. It was super good. That guy is very funny, but he definitely has his own brand of humor. Nobody can do what he does. Nobody. Nobody. And he does it very well. All right. Number three, already previously mentioned by yourself in a little line, Al Bundy. There is not a person alive in our age group, even younger, that does not know who Al Bundy is. That show, again, before the political correctness idiots took over, was one of the funniest shows, and people, I think, felt dirty because they liked it so much. When Peg walks in... And says, did you miss me, Al? And he says, with every bullet so far, Peg. Yes. It's, that sums that show up in a nutshell. It's just awesome. The banter between him and the Margie, the next-door neighbor, the way they insulted each other. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm like, I... I, <sighs> I mean, you have the the dumb, horny son. You have the... Bud. The Bud, and then the equally dumb and trashy daughter, Christina Applegate. That's what everybody... Yes. That's where she got her big start. And then Peg, who was on Sons of Anarchy, that just has had a Katie Siegel, which has had a great career as well. She was in Futurama. She did the voice of the. How has that show not had a reunion or come back for it? Just like a special six episodes or something like that. Because you, because if you, put I'd on, watch that. If you put it on TV today, you would piss people off. It would upset yeah. people. You really it's, would. Um, it, it's just it's another great show. So yeah, Al Bundy was my number three. All right, I took the chicken shit way out. Number three. That's okay. Uh, and uh, and but the reason I did it was because I I wanted these both on my list. So I'm going to justify it by saying, the reason that they were so good together is because they were in the same show together and they played off of each other. Red Foreman and Kelso. From that '70s show. You know what? I've never seen an episode. Okay. You 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 badgered me about Game of Thrones. I I'll start it. It's on Netflix, I think. It's, it's, on, on, it's Netflix. Either on Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. You like Ashton Kutcher from The Ranch? Yes. I'm telling Very you. Much I'm so. telling you right now. This show, I never watched it. Which I, funny enough, because the dad the dad from that show was also on The Ranch, who plays one of the rival not rival, but that's that's Red Foreman, fellow that's ranch the, owners. The one who yeah. dies of cancer. Yes. That's Red Foreman. Uh, um, Kurtwood Smith. Kurt, yeah. He was in RoboCop, for God's sakes. The first RoboCop. He was one of the bad guys. Right. Okay, you've never seen it. This this is a must-watch. This is not like when you need something to watch, what am I going to watch? You need to write this down because I did not watch that 70s show at all while it was on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this show's stupid. And we got to about um, the season where it was not. It was about to be done, and Susan and I got together, and we were bouncing around doing something, and it used to be on FX, and we started watching it. This show is it's it's hysterical. I'm on it. I'll, it, I'll it start is, watching it is, that at night. It, it is six stoners in the 70s. I the, had um, in their kid, dad's basement, and it's hysterical. And Kelso is a beautiful moron, and he just and Red is the 
hard ass. It's just any of you listening that, that know this show, you understand where I'm coming from. I know from. it's wildly popular. And oh, it is it's so funny. Which happened to me recently too. There was you know someone kept badgering me that I'd never seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I started going through that. And it's yeah, it, it uh, I should have watched that show when it was on. It, I know it's on now, but I'm I watched that and get caught up on that again. Super funny show, but yep, I will start watching that based on. You that, telling me to that seventy shows is one of those shows that you will like start out and you're like, man, that's really funny. I should go to bed. Ah, fuck it, one more. Right. Because it it's it's got enough of a story that goes through the show that it makes it worthwhile. But every episode is just yeah. Jesus Christ. It's so good. Yep. Um. All right. So that takes me to number two. It takes you to number two. Yeah. Um. Remember that line in The Dark Knight when Joker and Batman are going back and forth in the little room and. He says, tonight you're going to break your one rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I broke the rule. I could not have this list without someone from the office or Parks and Rec. Fucking douchebag. Listen, I, I fought myself tooth and nail on it, but at number two, I have Dwight and Jim. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. You, you're the one who said no you're, office hey, and no... you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. But I was doing this list, and I'm like, I in good conscience, I cannot do this list. And not have Dwight K. Schrute, famed beat owner, beat, beat farm owner, and Jim Halpert on this right list. Now. I don't want to talk to you. So yeah, I mean, like you said, we could. This list could be thirty deep. It could. It really could be. I just I could not not put Dwight and Jim on here at number two. I had to. And again, their interaction throughout that whole series is just fantastic. Because even though people are like, oh, season seven was stupid. Was season seven the last or was it season eight? Season eight. I think of season eight. It was stupid. No, it wa- it wasn't stupid. It wasn't what you wanted, and it wasn't horseshit. Because it all that happened fun. was the show. Cho- the show made an adjustment and changed because Michael Scott left. And I'll tell you what, I still watch the three episodes with Will Ferrell, and I crack up every single oh. time. Even well, the season, even the season as we were watching it with Dave, James Spader, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, this isn't as good. He's awesome. But, but you go back and you watch it, and and it is good. It's just different. It's just it's that you just, didn't have Michael Scott anymore. It's just the, different. And the year where you had uh, Kathy Bates was in there running the show, and then the year where, you, Joe. Had, where you had uh, Nard Dog. It, that show is just it. It adapted probably better than any other show when they had to make a change due to a cast member, like Cheers did with Woody. Yeah. Um, the Office, I know, like you said, there's people that say that it's not as good when Michael left. It was great. I, it's I, great. I will say, no, you're wrong. It's just different. They focused on more characters than just Michael, which I thought made it, in my opinion, a better show. That's the beautiful part of that show. Everybody in that show stands out, even Creed, who has probably the least screen time out of anybody. Creed's amazing. Creed, 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 he's one of my favorites on that show. Coming to Tampa Bay Comic Con this I year. I know. There'll be is more he, on that is, later. Is he going to Comic Con? Yes, he is. I wonder if we could uh, maybe uh, show. We'll, up. We'll, I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll see. If, we'll see if we can get in there, and get his autograph. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So yeah, number two, Dwight and Jim. My number two uh, is probably my spirit animal, um, as far as a television character would go. And I have seen this show from beginning to end probably 15 times because I own every episode on DVD. Yosemite Sam. Chandler Bing. Chandler. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I know it's probably a cop-out. It's not a cop-out. I love all six of those. Uh, This was one of those shows that I had on DVD when I didn't have cable. And it was like whenever Christmas or New Year's or birthday or whatever would come along, all I'd ask for was the newest in the disc. He's just, I mean, is he's exactly like you and I. He's got a smart-ass comment. He's witty. He's beautiful. 
I mean, duh, right? Yeah. He just, he just, it just, I, I can't. It would be hard for me to not have someone from Friends. Yep. And Chandler is, he just, he always, he always made me laugh. The way he acted and the things he did. You could tie the whole cast in, but but specifically, if I had to pick out one thing of that show that I enjoyed the most was Chandler and Joey together. Oh, uh, they were so great. The way they bounce off each other, yes. like when they were roommates, the the chairs. Um, when you they have to stop <laughs> pushing the Q-tip when you feel <laughs> resistance. <laughs> when, when they freaking lock, I think Joey in the big box, and he can't get out. It's not the entertainment center, but like he he gets stuck. There's just so many things. He, like he's so dumb, but it's so funny. Yes. Like, how yeah. you doing? How you doing? <laughs> good stuff. So that takes us to number one. Is that right? That's number, number one. Number one. And I, again, I'm going to scoot back because I know Greg's going to swing on me. Ronald Ulysses Swanson. You dick face. I, you know why I put Ron Swanson at number one? Because he's the reason that we said no officer parks and rec? No, because I'm a goddamn American. That's why. <laughs> well, he'd have been on my list, too. If I, I know, but I, again, I could not. If there was one character on TV that I'd want to show on right now that I'd watch, it's Ron Swanson. The only way that show is better, and this is my dream. You talk about fantasy football and everything. This is my fantasy TV show. Ron Swanson runs some office or something like that, and Dwight Schrute works for him. There's no way in hell that that show would not be anything short of fantastic or epic. Um, It it would be uh, amazing. Ron Swanson is just one of those characters on Parks and Rec that every time he's on the screen, like you just can't wait to hear what he's going to say next and the way he delivers it. Never, barely ever cracks a smile except for the one scene where they're drunk at the snake pit um, oh, or the, the the snake hole. That's the best on, 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 no, it's not, yeah, is it, it's not at the snake pit. It was when they're selling, the it was s- when they were selling, the selling the Tommy Haverford's, uh, his liquor alcohol, and it was called, wasn't it snake called juice, snake juice, snake yeah. juice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this stuff is delicious, son. The, yeah. And you didn't expect him to like it <laughs> no, at all. And then he's hammered. Um, Dance around with that fucking hat on that party hat. Oh, it was so it's hilarious. The, uh, I mean, there's so many lines that Ron has in that show, but you know, history started on July 4th, 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. Dude, he's the ultimate American. He, he is. Steak. He's got stashes of bacon all through the office just because you never know when you're going to need bacon. He did have some great ones. One of my favorite was the one where Chris Traeger made him put the seat out in the middle of the office. The round so desk. So he had more accessibility. And the woman walked up to me. He just kept spinning just and she just kept chasing him her. around the desk. Yes. That um, one in the... I want you to go into the uh, into the back, and I want you to cook me all of your bacon and eggs. Okay, no, son, I want you to listen. Yeah, I I'm didn't afraid say a lot. I'm afraid what you heard was give me, me a, lot a lot of bacon and eggs. And what I said was <laughs> give me all of your bacon and eggs. Yeah, it's uh that that show is again it's on a permanent loop on Netflix for me between that and the office for and, sure. But I will add in that '70s show now. Yeah, you need to just so you'll, I can start you'll watching that. You'll enjoy it. Um, Parks and Rec uh, almost got canceled after its first and second season. Crazy crazy to think about that. Right? Also, don't know if you knew this or not, it was supposed to be an office spinoff show with Karen, but they changed her character completely at the last minute. Yeah. Which, again... Which they did. For for once, the TV stations got it right. Right. For once. All right. My number one, and anybody who knows me knew that this was going to be my number one. I have watched this television show more than I've watched any other television show that's ever been made. 
So this is it. This is this this is, this is my number one TV character. No matter how many lists we do, he can always be my number one. So if we're playing the deserted island game, this is your show. This is my show. You get to take one show I get with to you. Take one show with me. All do right. you know what show it would be? My well, I'm my only guess because I've known I've known you for so long now would be Family Guy. Miami Vice. Oh shit, Crockett and, and Tubbs. Sonny Crockett would be my hero. Yep. I he just it was I'll never I'll never forget this and for those of you listening please bear with me. It was 1980, I think it was 1985 and I was at home on a Sunday afternoon and I was watching football and I was laying in the living room and I was like it was still a kid, you know, I was only like 13 or 14 or whatever it was. I was still in junior high school. And I was watching, I'll never forget this, I was watching the Dolphins and the Jets play because that's all you fucking got in Florida was the Bucks or the Dolphins. Right. And they advertised the shit out of this show. It was the premiere that night. And I want to say it was Labor Day weekend or something, so I didn't have to get up and go to school the next morning, so I had Monday off. And I watched the two-hour premiere, and I was I was hooked. It was, I was just, it was, it was it. And it was it, like, don't want to go out on Friday night with my friends for five years because Miami Vice was on. And yes, the second, the, the last couple seasons were not as good as the first three seasons. I get it. I know all that. But his character, even his character, even when the show, show got to where it was borderline unwatchable at times, right. he was still Sonny Crockett. And I fucking loved it. I had the outfits. I had the shoes. I sort of shaved. I was <laughs> Nobody a, pulled off teal like Don I was, Johnson. I did. was a fucking homer from the word go. And yep. I agree. I, I was too. I was um, addicted to that show. I love that show. The music, everything, but his just the way that he was always honorable and did what was right, even if he was going to get him in trouble. And I just and I, I have I have them all on Blu-ray. And I said that to somebody one time, and somebody looked at me and went, "Why?" And I was like, "Get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> I don't even know you, right? Um, you are dead to me. Now let's not uh, let's not forget the fact that he had a pet freaking gator on his boat, oh. Elvis. Yeah, named Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, and he was literally a big old chain around his neck. The only thing bad about Sonny Crockett was that he went to University of Florida. That's the only downside to Sonny Crockett. But I'm gonna give him a pass. I'm gonna give him a pass. Yeah, it's um, I I can't disagree because that show was amazing and it revolutionized TV and re- it revolutionized it. The recurring character of Phil Collins. Oh. As the the, the slim flam man, the the sleazy drug dealer. You need something. I know a guy, and then they always used his music in the show. Yes, um, it was. I loved that show so much. I like when the movie came out uh, with Colin Farrell. I couldn't wait to see it, and it didn't. It did not disappoint. I thought it was still good, um, but it was a movie. You want you want to hear you want to hear something? What? <laughs> Somebody I know. For those of you watching at home, I just looked at Mike. Gave me Miami Vice on DVD. I can't watch it. I loved it. I know, and I know, and I've heard a lot of people say that you have to separate it. Yeah, but I I don't know if I can. I mean, right now they're talking Vin Diesel. They're talking about how Vin Diesel has in production with NBC a Miami Vice reboot. I don't want to see it. Nope. I don't. I don't want to see it with Vin Diesel. It's, it's, no, not Vin Diesel won't be in it. Oh, he's just, he's just trying like to make an executive it happen. producer. Okay. He's but I don't I don't want to see it because. This show was what it was, and it quit. It was done, but it just—it was everything about this show was just—it uh, was to me, it was just incredible. So I can, I can't, I can't, it can't be anything but Sonny Crockett for me. Yeah. My cousin, when I asked him what I thought his top five would be, and we've basically been best friends our entire life. We grew up next door to each other. He goes, "So I guess your number one's Crockett and Tubbs, huh?" Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's half of it." 
I mean, I'm sitting right here and I'm looking at one of your Funko Pops and it's Miami Vice for God's sake. So that was, yeah, that was my brother's Christmas present to me this year. But yep. I, it was it was my it was my favorite show. Um, yeah, that that was that was a tough list to go through. Um, I know I know I pulled a little wrestling bad guy move and swerved and put in two guys that we're not supposed to use, but I couldn't help it. I That's had all to. right. I'm gonna let it slide. But I had a couple of I guess honorable mentions or whatever that I wanted to put in there so bad, but I mean just didn't. Not for any specific reason. We sat, we sat in the kitchen, like I said earlier, and we just went through these, these shows, and and some of them are going to come out now. And what we did was, um, we asked people on on social media mm-hmm. to you know throw throw out what, who you thought. And, yeah. and and first of all, we got more response from people this week than we've had in, in a long time. And um, we just step your game up, people. Yeah, yeah. One of them is actually uh, we forgot to mention you. Uh, First, we'll, we'll mention Joe Stillwell first. I think I think I left yours off, but Joe, thank you. All I I remember your top five was really good, and I think a couple of them are on this list. But Joe Stillwell, Joe Stillwell, one of the greatest softball pitchers in the history of softball. One of the greatest softball yep. pitchers in the history of softball. Shout yep. out to you, brother, Philip Philip Eddie, uh, f- a fan. No of the way, show. yeah, not Phil. He he had he we we didn't take everybody's top five. We just kind of took their tops. And this is this guys. When you listen to this, you're going to understand just how much we did not touch on. Um, and, and this guy was a finalist for my list, Adam West. Adam West, Batman. How could you not? And Fred Sanford. Yep. Uh, Trent Locke, uh, he had Jim Halpert, Ron Swanson. They did not know the no office, no parks and rec. It doesn't matter. But here's two damn good ones we didn't even discuss. Walter White and Barney Stinson. Right? Yeah. Legend, wait for it, Dairy. Dairy, yep. Um, Blake, Michael Scott. Richard, friend of the show, his was Genie. Richard, you dirty, dirty animal, you. Dirt, filthy, but um, correct. Yeah, watching you. Um, I know who that is, but I can't give his. I uh, uh, can't give his identity away for security reasons. His was Bart Simpson. I mean, how how is that not one of them? We I know we did no cartoons, but we will do a cartoon one at some point. Yep. Uh, James Thompson. His was the Castaways. Everybody from Gilligan's Island. What yeah. a fucking great show! How many times did you watch Gilligan's Island when you were a kid? Right. Every week, just to see Ginger. And Eric's Aaron Slavic, <laughs> the marketing angel, put a question mark behind his favorite, Vince McMahon. Oh Jesus! Aaron. I wouldn't call it a TV character, but I would call it a TV personality. And wrestling was a TV show, so what the fuck, right? It's the longest running episodic show Ab- on TV. Absolutely. So, thank you everybody that that yeah. participated in the polls and the, and the stuff this week. We really, we really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, putting up with our sorry asses for an hour and 15 minutes a week. Now, Phil, get back to work and making sure people get their mail on time. Yeah, I'd appreciate that, that too. That is all. Thanks. And I'm um, still waiting for that Michigan chair that you showed me. Just throwing that out there. But anyway, I had a couple that I just wanted to mention. Just, Go for it. Just because. Um, and when you hear the name, again, like most of them, n- need no explanation for why. Uh, Hawkeye Pierce. Uh, that was one of the ones Mash. that was on my list. Uh, incredible part of that show. Uh, Murdoch. And, oh, yeah. and Hannibal Smith from the A team. Uh, uh, Richard uh, Richard Falco said, "A team, we're done." Yeah. Oh wait, that's only four. <laughs> yeah. Um, the TV show that, as a kid, made me think it was possible to attach hair dryers and trash bags to lawn chairs and float away with a lot of extension. Oh cord. yeah, the mar- that a- shit could be real. I, I literally like, Dad, can we try this? He's like, "It's not going to work." I'm like, "Bullshit, it's if, not. It worked right there on the TV." If we could get people to fight wars the way the A team fought wars, we would win battles and no one would ever die. Yep, no one would ever want to fight. I have never seen so many bullets shot in my life and nobody ever gets shot. Stormtroopers. They were real live stormtroopers. They were. Nobody ever got. Yep. I think one of the A team got shot once. It was like in the shoulder or something like that. I think it was face. 
Um, but yeah, you're right. No, no show has expended more bullets with no fatalities ever in history. Um, and the one, the only Bugs Bunny. I mean, Bugs Bunny was my childhood. But Bugs Bunny is the greatest cartoon character. But I just ever. I had to throw those names out there because I didn't want to leave them off. I don't. Blame I would have. I wouldn't I don't have been able you. to sleep right tonight. My my um my honorable mentions were already mentioned. I had I had Kelso. I'm sorry. I had uh, Kramer, and I had um basically the cast of Cheers. Yep. Uh. So, um. And you know what? I had Walter White too. Because I will say this: so far of all these massive, massive episodes of shows, and we'll we'll talk Dexter and Breaking Bad, and and we'll see what happens with Game of Thrones tonight. Jesus Christ! If anybody's going to petition a show, can they petition Dexter? Right. How, what Good kind of a Lord! Was that? Jeez. Um, it was so bad, I haven't even seen it yet, and I know it was I tell down. people that haven't watched Dexter, watch Dexter until you get to the Trinity Killer with John Lithgow and end it there because that's where the series should have ended. Yeah, I, Amazing I, series up until that point. If you've never seen it, watch it. It's on Netflix. Break, Breaking Bad is really one of the only shows that's like that that the ending didn't piss me off. I To this day, I... I cannot get behind Breaking Bad. I think it was so overrated and so slow. Really? I, I it, just, it was slow. I, I, so was Game of Thrones. It's good. I, I, I respect it. It's good. I acknowledge its smartness. I mean, yes, Walter White is super cool, but there was like, you know, we tried to go through that show, that series, and there was times where we're like, oh, my God, it's, it's, it was what the hell? Is something going to happen soon? That, that show was very intense. But it had some amazing moments. I will yeah, say it that. It did. So, it did. Well, that was a fun week. That was a fun list. Yeah, it was. That was a good time. I, I hope everybody better. enjoyed listening to it as if, much as um, I did making it. If you didn't agree with our list or if you didn't agree with anything we said on the show, I in- encourage you to start a petition. Yep, jump online. The petition will be right there. We'll, we'll, we'll just re-record it to, to, to your liking. We will send you the bill. Not. Um, but, yeah, fun show. Interact with us, please. Get on our Facebook page. Get on our Twitter. Um, throw some feedback out there. Give us some suggestion for lists. What do you want to hear? Well, what do you want us to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Just get in touch with us and let us know, and we will definitely get it on here. Everybody, um, this week, you know what? I don't think we can do that, so we're, I'm going to scratch that. We're just going to bypass that right now because our recording is, is screwed up this week because of vacations and stuff, so okay. I'm going to bypass that. I'm just going to say um, uh, that what? I stuck my foot right in my mouth. I was going to suggest everybody give us your best top five list for a category of something to do with Game of Thrones since next week is all Game of Thrones. Right. Um, you know what? I can. I take that back. I can still do this, but you're only going to have about a day or two to, to do that. So we'll post that on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, plus, there'll be enough feedback all day tomorrow regardless to give us plenty to talk yeah, about. Yeah, my phone will probably Because we do have to record on Tuesday this coming week due to family obligations. Yeah, which are important. Damn families. I know. Right? Um. Do us a favor, guys. Spread spread the word. Let everybody know, uh, you know that you listen to us. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Um, if you guys are interested in hockey at all, uh, go to the Potomatic app and follow Detroit Sports Podcast, and and it'll be top shelf. They drop like a uh, they drop a different type of podcast, basically one a day. Ours posts on Friday. Uh, we do have a new one posting this week. We're every other week right now, but we will be every week during the season. Uh, we'll have special episodes there. Listen to us there. But uh, we're on Pod, we're on Potomatic, we're on Spotify, Top Five for Fighting dot com. We're at Top Five for Fighting on Twitter. Uh, we got uh, Facebook's Top Five for Fighting. Follow us. Play along with us. Yeah, I was fortunate enough that, the, like you said, the guys over at Detroit Sports Podcast, they've been a huge supporter of us. They helped us get this thing, our own podcast going, ideas, suggestions, um, help. You know, those guys, I can't speak enough about them, John and Adam, over at Detroit, Detroit Sports Podcast, at Detroit Sports Podcast, or I'm sorry, at Detroit Podcast. Um, they do a lot of 
lo- national stuff too. Check their podcasts out, Doc and Jock on Thursdays. National sports, it, it, they are a sports podcast, and they do an incredible job. They, uh, they're just, they're also a really good follow on Twitter. Adam, especially, he's he's a piece of work. Um, yeah, I sincerely check enjoyed. Out. I sincerely enjoyed Adam on their 300th episode when he was shit faced. <laughs> Uh, that, that was great. That episode alone, I've li- I've re-listened to a few times because it was so funny. That so thank thank you both guys. We really appreciate everything, and uh, looking forward to getting our new top shelf Detroit Red Wings podcast up soon. Yeah, that's it, all it, I got. It, it should be up Friday. So uh, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I have. Talk to you next week, guys and girls. Avita's saying, baby. <laughs> That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Run! Go! Get to the chopper!